Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachet Psachim, Dafchaf Tet Amud Bet. About to take a look at a very essential sugya about Ta'aruvot. And I put a few, a critical note at the top of the handout, which you should take a look at before beginning the Shiur. Amarav. Chametz bizmano, meaning during the Chag, bein b'mino, bein shalob mino, whether it mixes with something that is not chametz, but is the exact same type of thing, or mixes with something else, uh, potatoes or whatever, <coughs> asur, <coughs> meaning that it's oser mashu, even the smallest amount is oser. Shalob bizmano, but if it's not during its time, b'mino asur, shalob mino mutar. If it's min b'mino, then it's oser b'cholshu even chutz, uh, even uh, later. We're going to see what chutz mano means. Uh, and if it's min shelo b'mino, then it's mutar. <coughs> we'll have to see what that means. Vayaskinan. Even tam, if we're talking about a case where it flavors the other thing, shelo b'mino, shelo b'mino, mutar, why would it be mutar at any point, even shelo b'mino, if it flavors the other piece? It must be talking about a case where there is an insignificant amount that is not enough to flavor it. It's not noten tan. Okay, let's take a look. With all bimashu. If it's min bimino, the smallest amount uh, prohibits. So if it's the smallest amount of chazer uh, that falls in with a lot of other meat that has the same taste, it's all asur. Shalob mino benotin tam. It falls into something else, and it's all mixed in together, then only if it flavors it. Rav, gazar chametz bizmano, shalob mino atumino. So Rav said, therefore, chametz during its time, shalob mino, meaning min b'she'eno mino, um, is, according to Rav, is still asur b'mashu, as a precaution against min b'mino. Shalobizmano, when it's not during its time, Bimino Asur, it's Asur only Min Bimino, as his law is, Kirabi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda says that Shalobizmano is still an Isur, Shalobimino, means Chavet Shalab Pesach, Shalobimino Mutar, it's Mutar, why? Shalobizmano, Shalobimino, Atumino, Kule Hilo Gazino, we're not going to make a Gzera, Shalobizmano, that's two steps away from the essential problem, the essential prohibition. Okay, that's Rav. Now, Shmuel Amar Chametz Bizmano Bimino Asur Shalob Mino Mutar. So Shmuel disagrees with Rav and says, if it's Bizmano, it's only Oser Bimashu if it's the smallest, if it's Min Bimino. But Shalob Mino, then only Bino Tintam. Shalob Bizmano, when it's afterwards, Ben Mino Min Shalob Mino Mutar. So he moves everything one step to the lenient. Chametz Bizmano Bimino Asur, let's see why. So we've already seen that. Shmuel agrees with Rav about the essential halachab matmin b'mino b'mashu. Shalom minan atu minan lo gazar. And Shmuel just says we don't make a gzera but min b'sheino mino as a precaution against min b'mino. Shalom bizmano and outside of the time period of Pesach because <laughs> he rules like Rabbi Shimon, that Chamech Shalob is not Asur at all. Remember Rabbi Shimon, as we saw in the previous sugya, said that Chamech uh, is only Asur during the, as far as eating, during the seven days of the Chag. Now, Yochanan Amar is a third opinion. Chamech Bizmano, Ben Minoshim, Shalom Mino, Asur, Ben Oten Tam. So that sounds like Rav. 
Except that he says, Asur benoten tam, not b'mashu. So, min b'mino, min b'she'eno mino, he says it's benoten tam, against Rav and Shmuel. Shalobi's mano, ben minan, ben shaloban mutar. It's mutar, um, when it's not the time Pesach, whether it's mixed b'mino or not, not b'mino. Let's see why. Chametz b'mino, ben minan, ben shaloban mutar. As I pointed in the note at the introduction to the handout, and the introductory part of the handout, Rabbi Yochum Mishlokish in Tveria had a very different perspective on Min Bimino than was held in Bavel by Rav and Shmuel. And they said, Min Bimino and Min Bisheno Mino, both of them are Noten Tam. How do you have Noten Tam Bimino? That means you assess. If this piece of, let's say, Chazer were something else, that size, would it flavor <coughs> the um, the larger amount? And then the question is, what do you compare it to? Compare it to something very bland, very sharp, etc. Okay, so therefore, Rabbi Yochum Rishlokesh regard Min B'mino and Min as the same thing. Therefore, Shalom B'zmano Min B'mino Min Mutarin K'Rabi Shimon. If it's not the time, then they hold a K'Rabi Shimon, and therefore, in any case, it's Mutar. Okay, now, um Ravo, what's the halacha? Hilchata Hamets Bizmano bin Mino Min Shalobino Asur bin Mashu Kirav. So during Pesach itself it's Osur Bhoshu, there is no Bitul, Minero bin Mishain Mishaino Mino, we rule like Rav. But Shalobismano Bain Mino bin Mishalobino Mutar Kirabishimon. Meaning we're accepting either Shmuel or Byochanan because they rule like Rabbi Shimon, and that is that Hamet Shalobismano, any mixture of Hamates is Mutar. Is that Rav Hachi? Is that true? Rav Rabbi Shimon Knasakonis. Rabbi Shimon made a Knas, which is Chavet Shavalav Pesach. The answer is Hanu Mili Beine. Rabbi Shimon says the only Knas of Chavet Shavalav Pesach is Chametz Bein, meaning Chametz that's sitting in front of you is Chametz. When it's a mixture of Chametz and other stuff, lo, there's no Knas. The Azdu Rav at the time, and Rav has been consistent. I'm Rav Kavina Be'av Nachman. When I was a student at Rav Nachman's yeshiva, Kamanafki Yeshiva Yom Edepischa. When the seven days of Pesach were over, Amarlan Fuku Uzvinu Chamira Dibnei Chela. He um, he said, go go and buy back the chametz that was taken by the soldiers who had come into town. <coughs> of course, not Jewish, and um, and even though sorry, even though they baked it. On Pesach itself, right after Pesach, we were allowed to buy it and to eat it. Okay, so he ruled like Rabbi Shimon. Now, Amarav, Kederot Pesach Yishavru. You take Kederot, comes Pesach time, you have to destroy all of your pots. From Ma'il, Yishinu Achar Pesach, V'leavad Bushalob Minan. Why don't you just let him sit till after Pesach, and then cook him Min Shalob Mino, because that Min Shalob Mino, Achar Pesach, is fine. The answer is, Zerah Dim Atzulim Yavad Bushalob because you might make it Min Bimino. You don't have to break them. Just keep them around. And then you can cook using whatever you want. Shmuel is consistent with their own reasoning. People who were selling pots. I'm telling you to lower the prices of the pots. Evidently, they would set, they would, um, um, they would sell them for quite a bit after Pesach. If not, I'm going to teach publicly like Rabbi Shimon um, that Chametz Shalav Pesach is not Asur unless it's actually Be'en. 
Why doesn't he teach that? The answer is Atre de Rav Havi. He was in Rav's town. Nonetheless, that's what he said. Okay, we have a story. There was an oven. They, they put um, some fat. They plastered it with uh, with uh, with shuman, and it was no tentam. Uh, so. Uh, <coughs> Um, Rava, uh, Rav, Rav Marilai said you can never eat this with any dairy product. He said you can't eat it with any salt ever, because you might end up eating it with kutach, and kutach of course is milchik, is dairy. And this tanur had had fat rubbed on the tanur, and had, his idea was that this bread is now besari. Meitave, watch this challenge. You're not allowed to mix dough with, to, to knead dough with milk. If you do, the whole thing is asur. Because people typically eat meat with their meals, and if you make bread that is chalavi, that is milk, that is dairy, people are going to eat the dairy with the meat. Similarly, we have, you're not allowed to rub some of the fat. Of uh, on the oven, if so, then the bread is all asur. Until you fire up the oven and get rid of the fat. But what that means is that <coughs> if you rub the fat on the oven and bake bread in it right away, then the bread would be uh, meat, and we don't want to have bread that is meat either because then you might eat it with the dairy product. But what's the implication? If you already fired up the oven, then it's mutar because the uh, the the fat is absorbed in and is gone. So tiyufta the Rav Marilai that disproves Rav Marilai's prohibition. So tiyufta, I'm a Ravina Ravashi says vechemachar the Otav Rav Marilai once he was refuted. So go back and say why did Rav say they have to break the pots? After all, whatever chametz was in them before should be now considered to be burned out. The case over there was a metal tanur. This is pottery, and pottery, of course, you can never get rid of the taste. They could both be pottery. It depends if you're burning it from the inside or burning it from the outside. Um, and if you're burning it, so you said, so good, so burn it from the inside, and that'll burn out all the fat. The answer is, the guy would be very worried, he was worried about it, because he was afraid that it would smash the oven, so therefore the fire was underneath it on the outside, and in that case it just burned the fat into it, uh, and, uh, sorry, burned the chametz into it, and, um, and that's why, uh, he said they have to be broken. It says, therefore, you have a um, a uh, a vessel that's made like of tiles, um, and uh, it's like a grate that you that you uh, that you are griddle that you cook on. Therefore, since it's burned from the outside of itself, it's asur v'malia gumre shaperdami. But if you fill it up with with hot coals, then shapir dami, and then it is indeed okay. What do we do to make knives usable for Pesach? Uh, he said, um, for me, they make new knives. 
Amar you're wealthy enough to do that. What about somebody else? Amar what I meant is make it like a new knife. That means uh, you cover up the uh, the haft with uh, some mud or something, and, or some some other protection, and then you put the the uh, blade into the flame. And then you put the haft into boiling water. Just put the whole thing into boiling water. It has to be in a clear rishon, which is either on the fire or was on the fire. Uh, a, uh, the, the spoon that you use to stir things in a pot that's made of wood, you put it into, uh, boiling water, and it's, uh, that's on, either on the fire or at least a clearishon. Kesavar, kabagolu, kabolu, kachpolto. He holds the basic principle, kabolu, kachpolto, which is explained on the handout, uh, that it's the same level of absorption will, will remove the offending substance. Uh, they asked him, So they asked him um, about um, lead, uh, kind of glazed um, vessels. Can you use them on Pesach? I'm not asking you about the ones that are made uh, from like alum, Right, because that absorbs a lot. That's certainly a circuit. What about the black ones or the white ones? If they have little dents in them, then it's obvious to because they they absorbed in between there. What if it's smooth? He said, <clears throat> I see that they they spit out liquids from their outer wall. Almabali Vasiri, so you see that they absorb stuff and it's Asur. And the Torah already told us that a Klicheris can never get rid of its taste. Why is that any different than Yain Nesach? Famous piece about uh, that Marimar taught that if you have these kind of vessels that are glazed, whether they're the black or the white or even the green glaze, it's Mutar. You're going to say that's the Rabbanan, Chamech Toraita? Maybe I nesachir means stam yinam, which is the rabbanon, but the rabbanon always followed the right to lead in doing things. The answer is very simple. Here we're using stuff with hot heat that absorbs and pushes the taste in, as opposed to I nesach, which is cold. Anything you used chametz cold, you can use for matzah or except for the thing where you actually keep the yeast itself. Because it's very strong, and and that you can't use. If you have something where you keep spices very very sharp, that's the same thing. That the pots they use here in Machoza are like the place where they keep yeast, uh, that's very, very sharp, because they keep the chametz in them for a long time. Pshita. That's obvious. Mauritema came into because there's airspace. I might think that the air is there, Vulobali, and it doesn't absorb it, Kamash Malan, that it does. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick up in the next podcast with the, um, with the next Mishnah about uh, Malve al-Hachamets. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.